What's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have the preacher, the author, the TV and radio personality, the conference speaker, the life coach, the philanthropist, the relationship expert himself, the one and only Bishop Greg Davis. Did you ever see yourself doing what you're doing now 20 years ago? Yes. Really? Yes. 20 years ago? All but the relationship part. I see. I saw myself being on TV. Mm-hmm. I saw myself, um, of course, preaching and all of. Yeah, I did. Uh, and that's not arrogant. Um, I studied preachers on TV. My family, my ex-wife, and my kids—they would be like, "Oh my God, can we watch something else? Mm-hmm. Can we watch something else? Why do you watch TBN?" Because <laughs> back then, TBN was all we had. Right. And so the word network was just coming on the scene and I watched myself on the canvas of my imagination. And I always tell people nowadays, if you're going to, um, if you're going to do this, study somebody that's already doing it. So I studied Rod Parsley or Roberts, uh, all of the greats, Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar, uh, all, all, all of these people, I studied them day in, day out. Uh, so now I study CNN. I watch CNN all day long because I'm pivoting into some other things. And so I believe you should study those who have, who've already made it. You know, I, I see life as pulling somebody with you to bring mm-hmm. on and steady reaching forward. So to answer your question, now relationship never saw that. Cause I never thought I was going to get a divorce. Our pain pushes us to our calling. That's and true. So uh, 10 years ago, I, 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 10 and a half years ago, I uh, tweeted a, um, a message saying uh, in order to get the right one, you have to become the right one. And I just kept tweeting because that was before Instagram and Facebook. And it just kept going. And I tried to stop it. And people said, no, 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 keep it going. So that's what started this journey of mm-hmm. when the right one comes. And really what people are doing is listening to my thoughts of my own journey. And man, when I tell you, like, just like over in the last, during the pandemic, like six months, last six months, my numbers, I'm not talking about the followers as much as I am talking about the interaction. Right. I mean, I'm grateful. I almost have 60,000 followers there, but the interaction and the comments and the shares and i'm searching on social media and i see my post on other people's stuff i know so that part no tv Mm -hmm. preaching all over yes i did see that i I saw it not maybe not to the extent of because i just wanted a tv show meaning i was gonna pay for time i didn't think i was gonna be this trailblazer of right. Christian television, African American trailblazer, because when I started, there were there wasn't any no black hosts. Remember TBN, if you remember, they had Black Knight. They called it mm-hmm. Thursday Night, Clifton Davis, Zachary Timms, right, uh, and others would host, and then they would go back to to the regular on the one on the on the one two on the threes, and so. I was a pioneer when they called me TCT is where I started, but then word called me and asked me to host rejoice in the word. And, um, the rest is history. So I did see myself. 
but just not the relationship part. Just not the relationship part. That came from pain. Yeah. And that will be the part I will say that probably blew up the most, but you think? Mm, I don't think people would have received me as much if I hadn't, if I didn't already have a platform. It, True. My, my word network platform and, and in the Christian world helped me for people to listen to me. Um, now, what happens now, uh, ma'am, is that Lillian, when people see me when I'm running on the river and I'm out and about, now they're stopping me saying, tell them, Bishop, teach them. <laughs> I had somebody do that this moment. I had three people stop me. And one of them said, tell them, keep teaching them. And then others be like, you going to go live? You know? Uh, <laughs> and so these are not even church people. These are not church that's people. Good. That's, oh, that's good. That's real good. That, yeah. And, and I will admit that the new app Clubhouse has helped that a whole lot because um, it's timing. You know, uh, I've been on Clubhouse since November and they haven't even really rolled it all the way out. They just let Android in and I have almost 30,000 followers on Clubhouse just in that short time. And everything I do on Clubhouse is relationship. I do a service on there uh, once a month, let the healing begin. And then I do a Sunday teaching now, virtual mm -hmm. Sunday teaching on Clubhouse. I have about 100, 120 people in there. These are not church people. I'm not beating them overhead with scripture. I'm just giving them principles. And that's that's the space that I'm in. Yeah. I do like Clubhouse. It's yeah. a it's a whole new, it's a grown-up platform. You on there? Oh yeah. Oh well, you I'm following you. You gotta come in one of my rooms and be on stage with us, be my guest. Absolutely. Oh, I would love to. I would yeah. love to. And I was gonna ask you about that when people see you out on the street. Do they like like hey, I got a question for you? Do they do that to you too? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you be like, no, ask your social media or you no, go and ask, answer? No, because I understand the responsibility of my my um, platform mm -hmm. and it's the people like my daughter Dawn is on here. Uh, she's like a real daughter to me. She's been around for years and I understand my calling to people where I don't all, you know, if I had more time, like I got 90 something DMs sitting from people that most of them, it's not people hitting on me. It's people that got questions about relationships. So I try to take a few a day. When I get through uh, with this, I'm done for the evening. So I probably go through there and they send me emails and all that kind of stuff. So I understand the responsibility of what it is that I have I've created. People come to me for advice and I'm, I'm a safe place because I'm not telling nobody. You know, I use their stories to talk about um but not naming names and all that. And so, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you're not judgy, like most church. Uh, yeah. And that's why that's can, why I, can be. Yeah. That's why I do it because the people's, the people complained and said and the people complained and said that the church don't, the church don't deal with what I deal with. No. And, I, and, and I'm not doing it from a judge judgmental standpoint, but I'm doing it more so from, a transparent place. I'm very transparent about my journey, letting people know uh, I'm not perfect. No. And neither am I trying to act like I am. I think that's the, I think that's the issue with the church. I think that we don't realize that we are a hospital and they're lined up. You know, when you go to the hospital, some people are not put in, they put in a, a waiting room 
or they'll put it whatever that room is in the emergency where they just draw the curtains. Then there's mm-hmm. other people sitting in the hallway, and then you have the real sick people that's in the bed, or uh, you know they're not sick sick, but they need some. But then uh, there are people that are really sick. We got all those kind of people in church, right. some right. in the hallway, some are emergency, you know, and so some are dying mm-hmm. and they're coding. They're coding, and we're just watching them die because we're giving them doctrine. We're giving them tradition. Uh, uh, fun fact about me, I got saved when I was nine. Next Tuesday, I'll be 59. I would All right. Been, I would have been in church for 50 years. This is not my grandfather's church. <laughs> Come on now. It's not my grandfather's church. And so you have to evolve intentionally. You have to stay um current same message just different method just different way of approaching it like dawn just said i don't know how old dawn is now but like she just said sunday church is dope i just yeah. went there i talked about living in the moment this this past um sunday you mm-hmm. know and it's for about an hour i asked the people to sow a little bit it's not no hard push uh we said a little prayer and we offer there just quick principles right and transparency. So I do it while I'm walking. Right. You there's know? nothing wrong with a church in a suit, but there's nothing wrong with a church in a pair of Nikes. Neither one, neither one is wrong. Yeah. You know, Bishop Larry Trotter said to me, and he said to me, by the way, you you got you really good now. This is yeah, you because you, you you this is just a conversation. I salute you. Thank you. Um uh Bishop Larry Trotter said to me. He said, you know, Davis, I like all the high church stuff. I wear, He said, I wear my robes. I, I wear my mitre and all that stuff. He said, and you wear your jeans and you wear your Nikes and all that. He said, the only difference is, is that stuff is my stuff. That stuff is your stuff. Neither one of us are wrong. It's all what you like. But I think that we have to stop judging people and their stuff. Everybody got stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody got stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's just my thing. Yeah, we all messy. Yeah, everybody <laughs> got stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't. Um, y- you know, anybody that knows me personally, no, I will not let you come and talk to me about anybody. That's just not my thing. I think I got that from my grandfather. Because none of us have no room to talk about anybody, to be honest with you. The only difference in minds is mine has a bigger platform to be exposed. Right. Exposure is funny. It's like a two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Influence, yeah, it is. Influence and, and platforms and all that, people want it, but they don't understand. It cuts both ways. If you do good, they cry, Lord, Lord. Uh, Hosanna. If you do bad, they say crucify him the next Sunday. That's what it, <laughs> that's what the influence does. In, influence mm-hmm. on Palm Sunday says, Hosanna, Hosanna, the king is coming. Mm-hmm. And then on, on Easter Sunday, Good Friday. Kill, kill him dead. Kill him dead. We want <laughs> to give us Barabbas. <laughs> so I don't buy into my own publicity and my own. I just do what I do. Mm-hmm. The main thing is, I love what I do. And we can tell. We can tell because you're forthcoming and you don't hold nothing back. I mean, from each time I've interviewed you, you've never 
like withdrawn from any question I've ever asked you. It, you just you just answered it, no matter how ugly it could have appeared to somebody else. Yeah. Well, I don't really care. And when I say I don't really care, I don't care not in a reckless way. I don't care because I'm good with who I am and I'm a loner. I don't have many people that I hang around or trust. And that's sad to say. Um, but Is it really? To have a small circle? Because well, my, cir my, my circle is like a dot. My circle is so small you can't even see through it. <laughs> My no, circle's like a pen dot, and and I'm and I'm okay with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it's a it's a it's again a two-edged sword, because mm -hmm. on holidays and things, it can be very lonely because you don't have a big circle. Yeah, so you got to live by the you you live by the sword, you die by the sword that you live by, and that is, um, yeah, you know. And the thing about it is, I don't stop helping people because they betrayed me. Who am I? Jesus had a betrayer, a denier, and a doubter. Yeah, all in in a circle, and they, Judas, this circle, his circle, got smaller and smaller. Yeah, Judas was was the betrayer. Mm -hmm. Peter was the denier, and Thomas was the doubter, and there was some other in there too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. You find out even even that small circle end up getting smaller as you get older. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, my but, old pastor used to say that um, you find out in life that you don't have friends, you have associates. You also have situational friends. Yeah, and yeah. What situational friends are? Those are the people that you're only friends with them because of the situation. You're really not friends with them. Yeah, it's just the situation that you're in meaning yeah. that only reason why i'm good with you and i hang with you is because we we work in the same office mm -hmm. we we go to the same gym we play golf together but you people that are really your friends are people that you you hang out with outside of the situation right and the problem that most people have they don't know where to put people what column to put people in right you friend zone people that should have never been a friend they should have just been an associate right we even marry people that should have never got to the to the, to the <laughs> okay you you tell the truth i'm, I'm just saying, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying i'm just talking about what i'm talking about i know and but... so, and some some relationships you have to decide you know what we're going to make some money together because if we mess this up, then we are not going to make money together mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because why? Because we messed it up with sex. We messed it up trying to kiss one another. We messed it up trying to go out with one another. And it was always about what it was about business. Right. Some folk miss being uh, blessed because they made somebody what they shouldn't have made them. You should have just kept them as a business associate, made a lot of money. You don't even have to like somebody that you make money with. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Well, black people do. Right. Our other brothers and sisters, they don't care. Mm -hmm. They can hate your guts, but let's make this. That's that's. Let's get, go make this money, right? Get this bag together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, with that being said, as the old folks used to say, the floor, what well, the doors of the church is open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if y'all got y'all questions, y'all get to shooting them out. But until then, I had some questions that were shot out to me in the past few weeks. So, Bishop, I know you're ready because mm-hmm. you made that clear. So here we go. Um, is there a question out there that surprises you the most that people keep asking you? And they just have not figured it out yet. There's several that come to mind. <laughs> but one is, how do I know he's really into me? <laughs> how do I know he's really into me? His actions. His actions. Hmm. Not what he says, but what he does. If he calls you, if he texts you, as they say, if he texts texted you, <laughs> if he texts you, if he hmm. texts you, if he calls you, if he asks to spend time with you, and if he talks about you in his future, even if it's just tomorrow. If a man says, I'll call you tomorrow, he's talking about you in his future. And so it just amazes me that people ask that question over and over again. How do I know he really likes me? His actions. I'd rather rather be with somebody that don't ever tell me that they miss me, Hmm. but they show me they miss me. That's just my opinion. Of course, we want both. But if I had to choose, if I had a choice with somebody saying, I'm just not that person that tell you nobody, nothing. But you're showing me. Then right. I think I would, you know, because everybody got something. So I don't need you to, I don't need you to tell me. I need your, I need your words to line up. So I think the question that everybody asks is all the time, how do I know they really want to be bothered? <laughs> that would be the question. Oh my God. My thing is, if you're wondering, I think you already know the answer. He ain't into you. No, he ain't into you. If he's not, or she not, ain't into you, whichever. If they're not showing you any attention, then that means they are not into you. Absolutely. Okay. Now, how important is it to date someone that's in the same faith as you? As long as they don't believe, when you say faith, are they Christians? Whatever faith, that faith you, whatever you have, they didn't, it wasn't particular. It just said faith. Well, when you talk about faith, you're talking about either a Christian or a Buddhist or a Muslim. Many people think faith means your denomination, as long as we believe in God. Mm -hmm. Now, it gets a little edgy when you talk about if somebody is Pentecostal and they believe in in oneness, meaning in Jesus only. Mm-hmm. You know, and you are Trinitarian, you believe in the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Some people are radical with that. They believe in the oneness. And so that could be an issue. But if you are if you are a woman and you're dating a Muslim and you are Christian. That's a problem. That's a problem because yeah. you're not strong enough to win him because they have been indoctrinated. What we do not do, we don't get, we just take people, come as you are. You that is weary, worn, and sad. <laughs> I'll give you rest. And that means we never ever empty them. It's a thing called kenosis. It's called the emptying of. And so you can say they brainwash Muslims and all these other people. 
you call it brainwashing, but I think we lack in the area of um, deliverance. And I'm not talking about rolling in the flow, spitting, pouring, spitting the button, butt kit. I'm talking about true deliverance where you, deliverance all the time don't come from somebody laying hands on you. Deliverance sometimes comes when you wake up and decide to make a change. That's deliverance too. Mm-hmm. And so you you with somebody and they tell you, no, a woman can't walk around with her head uncovered. And you go put on a, um, you know, a turban and you're a Christian, then don't, that's when it's an issue or, or even Jehovah witness. Right. You know, because baby, if 44, 40, what is it? 44, 44,000 for, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Whatever the number is. Yeah. Yeah. They believe already done went to heaven. Well, baby, I ain't got no chance. In a sense me going to kingdom all. Yeah. Cause they already done picked them. <laughs> I mean, like, so, what, so why am I practice? <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like Two million years ago, they picked them there because it's been mm-hmm. in the world. So things like that. Mm-hmm. And if the woman or the man is not strong enough to win the one, more than likely they're going to win you because they've been taught how to to win somebody. And we we still working it out. Right. When is the best time to ask someone if they want children or not? Um, Maybe maybe 30 days in not right away uh because you can scare a person off mm-hmm. okay let me let me say this you could ask somebody that on the first date but they're gonna say no because they don't they're not really into you i believe the right one may say no the first day i mean i believe somebody may say no the first day but then 30, 60 days down the line, once you have captured their heart, they'd be like, how many you want? So it's not really good to say what you'll do or won't do in the beginning because right. there's a lot of things you won't do. Steve Harvey said he wasn't looking for Marjorie. But Marjorie came around and rocked his world and we know what that story ends. Right. So I, I, I think, you know, when you first go on the first date, it's it's a weird situation anyway it's enjoy though yeah it is my just enjoy my your hair looks beautiful Uh, oh thank you what yeah i'm I'm saying that's the kind of stuff (laughs) you know the first date you know you're not so heavy how many how many kids you got how's your credit i I don't need to know all that i mean i even want to go out with you no more why am i concerned Mm. about your business on the first date i just want to know if we click right of course that's my opinion okay Next one. I'm planning all the dates and he does nothing. Should I say something? Is there something wrong with that or what? There's nothing wrong with it. He may not be a planner. He may not be a planner. You got to know You got to know who you're dealing with. Okay? Mm-hmm. He may not be a planner. We talked about this last night. And if you all have not caught the men's show, we've been going for 43 weeks. Uh, when the right one comes, men's, men's show, men's edition on... Um, Monday nights at 10, when the right one comes, YouTube channel. But we talked about this last night. That's about knowing uh, love languages, you know, knowing mm-hmm. knowing what you like. Everybody ain't everybody can't pay the bills. Everybody's not good at paying bills. I'm horrible with playing, paying bills. Mm-hmm. Every one of my bills, except one, is on auto pay. Because I'm horrible. <laughs> you don't want to think about it. No. I, my lights was turned off for... Uh, 
$70 one time. I thought something was wrong with the breaker box. I called them up here and said, no, Bishop, ain't nothing wrong with your breaker box. I said, okay, let me go look. And my lights was off because I had taken it off for auto pay for some reason, some kind of way. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I'm not good at that. So I need somebody that's good at that. I have the money. I just need to make sure that it's paid. So mm-hmm. to answer your question, he may not be good at planning. You may be good at that. Why is mm-hmm. wet the small stuff? That's small. I don't know. Some I, some women, I guess, feel like if a man's not doing the planning, he's not interested. And that, that's not her man. Let's face it. That's mm-hmm. not her man. I mean, what, you going to fuss at a man because he can't plan? Pick your <laughs> battles. Hell, pick your battles. What you care? I mean, some things, you know, and I guess you only get to this place when you get older. Pick your battles. What in the world am I going to fuss? Because I like him. Right. I like him. I like her. But I don't care who pick it. Let's just eat. Can we eat? Right. Is he, the food he, good? Is the food good? Eat, eat your food, anime. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you have to pick your battles. And I think we picked the wrong battles. Mm-hmm. So Damn. you want somebody to pick your food? Go find somebody that does that. Right. It's that simple. Right. Agreed. Now, how do you talk to someone on social media without seeming creepy? And what is your thoughts about online dating? That's kind of going in line with the same thing. Is church online? Yes, it is. You want to keep naming stuff that's online now? Everything's online. I've done 100,000 Zooms. I like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, and I've done 200 million of these mm-hmm. it's like my <laughs> it's like my 222nd million this that i'm doing now mm-hmm. what do you mean this is the space that we're in this is the best time to get to know somebody because it's definitely to, safe you don't have to look at them across the table and they get all hot and bothered and say i want you tonight and then you just slept with somebody that you don't want to be with now you can take your time Mm-hmm. And you can organically get to know them because sitting across from them, you are going to slip and do something you didn't want to do. Whether you're a Christian or not, you're going to slip. So to slip in them DMs, like a picture, put a comment on the bottom. You know, we, we want to mm-hmm. be Christians. If you really know the story about Ruth and Boaz, you would know that Ruth really flirted and went and laid by his feet and all that. That's another whole thing. Matter of fact, Oh, she was, yeah, she was flirting big time. If you don't have my book, preparing a position for the right one. It's about, it's about, <laughs> it's about Ruth and Boaz. Like, like for real. Yeah. So if y'all, if you, and let me tell you something, if you're a shy person, mm-hmm. then this is the thing to do it, to get virtual and, and social media is free. So yeah, that's all I got to say for that. I guess the concern is they don't want to seem like they, they being creepy or they're being thirsty. Where's where's that that borderline at? Um, in the head. How you creepy and thirsty? If you send a picture, DM a picture, say, "Oh, this is a nice picture." That's creepy and thirsty. Thirsty, no. is, thirsty is when they say, "I'm not interested," and you keep trying. That's thirsty. Creepy mm-hmm. is when, uh, creepy is when you keep on. And there's no response. Now that's weird and that's creepy. Mm-hmm. And stop trying to talk about I'm scared I get rejected. 
how in the world are you going to get rejected by somebody you don't know? You don't know them. Right. So why are you rejected? Right. Y'all weird. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, here's the next one. How long should I date someone before I commit to monogamy? How long? How long should I date? How long should I date someone before I commit to like? It's just gonna be me and you. I'm not gonna date nobody else. It's just gonna be me and you. As long as you can, because time is the reveal of all things. I've said this to you before. Time mm -hmm. is the reveal of all things. The longer you wait, the more data you get. The longer you wait, the more you see their four seasons. Now with me, you ain't gotta wait long because you're gonna see four seasons sometime in one day. <laughs> I, I can give you all. I can give you all of them. I can give you all of me in one day, because I have nothing to hide. Either see, this is what I think. Either you're gonna like me or you're not gonna like me. Either way, it's mm -hmm. fine, because I'm not for everybody. Right. You know. Uh, but you said yourself that you you are uh, a different person, like on a date. Like you can be shy, more or less. I can be shy. Yeah. Yeah, I can be shy. So, so the shy you will come out on a date. Uh, the shy me comes out on everybody until I get to know them. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not a um, talky person. This is the most you're going to get me to talk mm -hmm. behind a mic, mm -hmm. behind a podium, in front of a camera. That's that's how I talk the best because I don't have to really interact with a bunch of people. If I'm in a room at a party, a dinner or something like that, I'm in the corner. You're going to have to come talk to me and I'm not being arrogant. It's just that I'm not good with one-on-one, -on -one. not, okay. not face to face. So once I, once I, once I, once I, um, open up to you, mm -hmm. hey, I'm the most funnest guy. I got, I have dry humor though, but you're going to be laughing and I'm going to be looking at you like this, huh? What What you talking about? So you're a dad joker. Is that what a dad joke? Is that what Bill Cosby was? <laughs> No, <laughs> it's just when they dry jokes are considered dad jokes. That's what Bill Cosby was. Yeah, I guess so. On the Cosby yeah. show. I'm not talking about yeah. the real Bill Cosby. I'm talking about on the Cosby show. Oh, the, oh, the fake one, yeah. <laughs> well, he was in the role. It wasn't really fake, but I'm saying Cosby <laughs> show, yeah. 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 That's a dad joke. Yeah, probably so. Okay. Mm -hmm. All righty. Okay. All right, here's the next one. Why do I keep, get, why do I keep dating guys who won't commit? Um, because most guys don't want to commit doing doing here this season. A lot of men don't want to commit, but that's what you're drawing. That's mm -hmm. what you're drawing. Most time when we draw something, we're drawing from within ourselves. If you listen to what you're asking me, whoever asked that, why do I keep drawing men that don't commit? Mm -hmm. Why are you? It's in you. Who's doing mm -hmm. the, who's doing the drawing? You are. Who's so, the artist? So I ask you, right? I ask you. Why do you keep why do you keep drawing the guys that won't commit? What's in you that keep drawing people that will not commit? I can't answer that. You have mm -hmm. to answer that. I throw it back at you whoever asked that. Why <laughs> do you keep drawing people? Mm -hmm. what, what is in you? that lets you settle for somebody that won't commit? What is it in you 
that attracts you to somebody that won't commit. Mm-hmm. So right. that's the question. So most of the time, it has to do with you're not. No, I ain't gonna even answer because that's what that's my answer. You you can't yeah. do that. That's my answer. I'm just gonna try to make up something. I ain't gonna try to make something up. <laughs> you artist well, formerly known know. as whoever you are. Yeah, well, I don't I don't know why. You tell me, write me and yeah. tell me why. Because there's something in you. And mm. when you tap into that person, yeah, you tap into that person, you and ask yourself, why do I keep why do you keep drawing the same guy? Period. Right. Right, the same type of guy. It's you. Well, he they always at me. Just because somebody's after you, don't mean that you receive yeah. them. You have the power to say no. Well, I ain't saying that. You got something on your forehead saying I like this kind of person. <laughs> Just like a woman that likes to be abused. Mm-hmm. I had a woman tell me, "You need to toughen up." No, you mean I need to talk to you in a kind of way like you might have been talked to before. I'm not going to do that. What? No, I mean saying that when to me when a woman says that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm too soft. Mm. Soft is not what I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm not abusive. Right. Wow. And sometimes we don't not appreciate. A good man. Yeah, because you've been so used to You've been so, you've been so, you've been so out of order that when Mm -hmm. order comes, you don't know how to appreciate it. Right. Check out, check out what you're doing. I often say, in order to, my first quote, Mm -hmm. get the right one, you got to become the right one. Right. So while you're single, while you're single, this is Mm -hmm. time to get to know you. Because it's hard mm-hmm. to get to know you while bringing somebody else and you're trying to get to know them. Actually, that's one of my questions that's on here too, but we'll get down there later. But there's a question on the board. Um, if a man likes to see, if a man likes to use everything you say against you and cause arguments and what he feels is he's always right. Hmm? Oh, what What if a man likes to use everything you say against you and cause an argument and he feels like he's always right? That's a narcissist. Oh, that question's for you. I'm sorry. What if a man likes to use everything you say against you and cause arrangements and cause arguments? Argu- arguments. It's supposed to be feels, arguments. Yeah. And he feels he's always right. Narcissist. That's Bob. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. 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 He's a narcissist. Let's see. I want to marry someone. I do not want to marry someone who's real churchy. Is that something wrong with that? No, because I don't want nobody real churchy. It's nothing wrong with that. Here's the thing. As long as they know God. No, they don't have to be real churchy. Mm-hmm. What you want. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no, there's no boundaries on what you want. If you're a Christian, you want them to at least be saved. You don't want them to die and go to hell under your watch. Other than that, you decide how churchy you want them to be, whatever that means. Right. 
I mean, look at the name of this show. She's a worldly church girl. <laughs> you figure that out for yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's like Paul saying the good that I would do, I would not do. That's oxymoron. <laughs> that means I still got some worldly in me, but I'm a church girl. Yeah. That's I still yet growing, y'all. But are, are we all of us still growing yeah, up? Yeah, well, we know you're a worldly church girl because back in the day, you could not wear no purple hair. Listen. What? Listen, the motherboard uh, would have sat me to the side. Matter of fact. Here, baby. Come here, Come here, baby. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Now, you know you got to get that stuff out of there. Baby, now you know. <laughs> they would have put a nice little covering. That is what they would say. Now, you know. Now, now you Whenever know. they started off with, well, now you know. <laughs> No, I didn't, mother, but now I do know. No, I knew. <laughs> yeah, you made me aware that I do know. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so, no, it's it's your comfort level. It's what mm -hmm. you want. Let's see. Is there a such thing as asking too many questions on a date? Yeah. It becomes rapid fire. You got to understand women talk more than men. So if a man talk, if a woman talks twenty thousand words, the man is going to talk ten thousand, eight thousand. Mm -hmm. And so on on your date, you should be just organic, not just firing off questions. So how many kids you got? How old are they? You have problems with baby mamas? <laughs> what, in jail? What's your fight? <laughs> Been in jail? You you got you got student loans? Blah blah. blah. Mm -hmm. That's just how they be looking. <laughs> Where you work? How much you make? <laughs> you never ask none, especially on the first few dates. Mm -hmm. uh, matter of fact, y'all can go to When the Right One Comes YouTube channel, and I have a whole lesson on that. Uh, the do's and don'ts of dating and all that stuff. Uh, when the Right One Comes YouTube channel, it tells you what to ask on the first date and, and all that stuff. So, yeah, I got a new book coming out called The Do's and Don'ts of Dating. Uh, sometime in June, and it's actually going to have all that in there. Because people, when you mm, have time for you. Um, I have time for me all the time. Okay. When I actually, I only have like 17 minutes left for this because I got I'm guests on a clubhouse at eight o'clock tonight, and after that, then I'll find time for me. Right now, I'm, <laughs> I'm in a season now, mm -hmm. you know, of work. This is mm -hmm. a season of work. And um, then there's a season to rest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy what I I enjoy it. I know. Do I get tired? Absolutely. I'm human. Right. Yeah, I'm human. Okay, yeah. here's one. He says he wants to marry me, but he hasn't proposed to me or set a date or showed me a ring. What does that mean? Ask him. Ask him. Mm -hmm. Ask him. Just because you go out with him every week for two years, just because he buys you flowers, just because he talks to you and I, just because he took you to all the concerts and you know his whole family. He just might think you're a nice person and he enjoys your company. But ladies, mainly ladies, he, you could just be a good time. He could even be committed to you for a good time. That mean he want to marry you. So do you think when he says that, like, I want to marry you, is this more or less just to keep you along? Because he knows that's what you want to hear. No. No, men don't just do that. Not marriage. 
Okay. If they ask you to marry them, it's because that's what that's what they want to do. Not all, but the majority of men, mm-hmm. when they first meet you, after the first few dates, they know whether they want to go on further with you. They know if you're just a good time or if you're a future time. Mm-hmm. We know. We may not tell y'all, but we know. We okay. know. We know faster than fast. And just because we keep you around, what is it that we know? Do we know that you're a good wife? Do we know that you're just a good time? Do we know we just want to get something with you? Do we know we just want to just enjoy ourselves with you? What mm-hmm. is it do we? And that's what you got to find out. What is it that we know? Because right. if we keep calling, we know something, but it don't mean we know we want to marry you. So okay. you know what you do, ladies? You ask. Now, don't ask immediately. Mm-hmm. Don't ask after a month or two months, three months. Give it give it a good six months. And then say, if there's no commitment, say, where do you see us going? What's mm-hmm. your, don't ask them when you first meet them. You want to know why some men go show? Because you ask immediately, what's your intentions with me? Hell, I don't even know you. <laughs> I ain't got no intentions. And what kills me is when women say, uh, what's your intentions with me? Like, where do you see us going? I don't see us going nowhere. I'm just having a good time with you to get to know you. Mm-hmm. You set yourself for false expectations. It's not the man's fault. Right. Anything you allow becomes repetitive behavior from a man. And if you allow him to just keep going on, never ask you about marriage, never ask you about the future. If a man don't include you in his future when he talks, that means you have no future with him. Period. Period. He's going to talk about you Mm -hmm. in the future. (laughs) okay so that goes back to my question about single what are three things a single person should be doing while they're single while they're waiting for the right one to come along um get to know you Mm -hmm. prepare yourself and position yourself okay Mm -hmm. get to know you Know everything about you, what you like, your dislikes, what's your non-negotiables, you know, what's your deal breakers, what you're just not going to tolerate, and then prepare yourself like Ruth did. Right. Ruth prepared herself under Naomi's tutelage. Okay? You prepare yourself. How do I prepare myself? Mentally, I clear out my mental space so I can have capacity to handle you. Right. Because I've been by myself. And this right. is what I'm working on. Prepare myself mentally for you. Right. Yeah, like like stop thinking about them exes. Well, that, that and let me tell you something, even something so small. I'm used mm-hmm. to not hearing nobody talk to me. Now you're talking to me regularly. <laughs> I, been, I hear dead people. No, I have been by myself so long. Right. That I don't I don't have to, you know, if I'm if you come over or if we talk, you're going away. Now I got somebody that's gonna be so I gotta prepare myself emotionally. 
And then number three, I have to prepare my, no. Then the next part of that preparing, I got to prepare myself for you to be in my space. Right. Because I know where everything is now. I know where all the chairs are. And then when somebody comes to your space, then why are you watching CNN all the time? See, no, I can't do that. This is what mm-hmm. I like to watch. Okay? Right. And then position yourself. A man can't just find you. Talk about he that find his wife find because that's mean. Once I find you, that don't mean I got to do the looking. We quote that scripture wrong. No. Yeah. It means once yeah. I find you, I found a good thing and I obtained favor with the Lord. That don't mean that he's sending. And God is not in heaven. Uh, he he. When he said it's finished on the cross, he's not stamping. Up. Uh, that's Lillian's. Uh, Soulmates, yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no, no such thing. No. no, no, we're free moral agents. That mean we have the right to pick and choose. Right now, that's where the Holy Ghost comes. Did you hear the mm-hmm. way I said that? I said like, mm-hmm. oh, preacher, that's where the Holy Ghost. Comes. Yeah. The Holy Ghost. <laughs> it will lead you and guide you to all truth. Mm-hmm. Let you know whether the truth is that this person is for you or not for you. Right. So when the Holy Ghost comes, you get discernment. And it tells you, nah, this ain't for you. But you got to listen to the Holy Ghost. That's the key. Yeah. So yeah. those are the three things you need to do. All right. So I know you got to go. So I'm going to wrap this up. What's next for you? My new book, um, mm-hmm. um, Do's and Don'ts of Dating. Mm-hmm. I'm building my presence online. I have so many shows online. I have a prophet's show on Sunday night at 9 p.m. I have a uh, men's show at 10 p.m. on Monday nights. I have clubhouse Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. 3 p.m. Sometimes we're in there two, three hours. I have a show where we pray for married folk and singles on Saturdays at 3. It's actually church service for those who are single uh, in a committed relationship and married, we pray and minister to those people. Usually be about 300 people in the room on Saturday. Okay. Yeah, it's a big room. Yeah, it's a big room. Um, and um, of course, I still do my show on the Word Network. Mm-hmm. Um, more books, more masterclass. Uh, I plan when the pandemic, when we know it's really gone, <laughs> uh, I'm going to do a tour of when the right one comes, just having conversations across the country. All right. And you said and your breakfast. And, and, and I want a syndicated radio show, kind of like Michael Baisden. So I'm asking the Lord to send the right connections for that. My birthday is June the 8th. I know. And you got a big celebration coming up. Yeah, you can go register at GregDavisShow.com. Mm-hmm. It's free of charge. We yep. just need to send you the code. Just a time of music and celebration uh, virtually. Next year is the big 6-0. And you and you and your 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 husband mm-hmm. want y'all to come. It's gonna be a destination birthday, and you, of course you're invited. All right, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Okay. All right, now you've been on my show. We've we did the count a few times. Yeah. <laughs> and I've asked you this question before, but I'm gonna see if your answer is still the same. If you could have any song be your theme song when you walked into the room, what would it be, and why? Uh, what's the song by? Um, oh my God, the um, he hasn't had a song out. He's a classic, classic man. Oh, you changed it. Gotcha. Oh, that's good though. <laughs> classic man. Okay. No. What did why? I say before? 
You said Rocky both times. <laughs> oh, no, I was just messing with you. No, classic man. Okay, that fits. Look, yeah. I, I, I see. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right, Bishop. Thank you. I'm going to let you go because I know you got to run. I appreciate you. No, I appreciate you, and you're doing a great job. Um, great interviewer, great questions. And to, to those that are watching, she got it on, hit it on the nail. Interview is just having a conversation with somebody. Thank right. you, sir. And I will see you on Clubhouse. Peace. Thank you, Bishop, for being on the show. And I cannot thank you enough for being on here. Did you know Rolly Church Girl has gone live? That's right. Worldly Church Girl is live. As a matter of fact, this very episode was recorded live. You can check it out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and LinkedIn. And you haven't subscribed? What are you waiting for? Each show is only going to get better and better. Hit that subscription button so you will never miss another episode. And if you would like to be on Worldly Church Girl, go to www.worldlychurchgirl.com, go to the contact page, shoot me an email, and let's see what we can do with that thing. And as always, thanks for joining your one and only Worldly Church Girl.